Welcome, everyone, to Virtue's Brand of Wrestling right here on TheBigVitoBrand.com. And I am being joined once again by Rob. What's up, man? Hey, a lot of people liked you oh, uh, debuting <laughs> with me last week. Uh, Mr. Professional Equipment over there. How's everything going? I, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot more professional than I am personally, but that's good. Man, I'm doing great. i um, happy to be back again. A uh, lot to talk about. Raw was very heavy. I thought it was awesome yesterday, but apparently some people disagreed. So I'm assuming we're going to go over that today. Absolutely. Let's just <laughs> let's let the cat out of the bag. Let's do whatever it. whatever the saying or how it goes. Roman Reigns. So first of all, he's back. Um, he made the made the announcement. A lot of people were wondering exactly what it was going to be. Obviously, it was about his health. Now, look, a month ago, he was shooting action scenes in a big movie. Uh, maybe not a big movie, but it's a spinoff from Fast and Furious with The Rock mm -hmm. or from from that character from The Rock. So the, when I saw Roman doing that, I was like, wow, okay, this looks like he's getting healthy quicker. So here's the thing. People talking about they're bringing him back to pop a rating. Is he legitimately sick? This is a work. For anybody that says that this is a work, yes, when we think of pro wrestling, we have to always assume work. But the fact that he's going on Good Morning America, WWE works with – charities and cancer patients right and and what's the thing that cena did make a wish all of that susan mm -hmm. g coleman they're not going to work this in the for the simple fact that if it got leaked how bad that would make them look as a company and they're PR publicly nightmare. traded exactly so going back and doing my research on leukemia rob that there's it's a very very treatable yes it's deadly yes it's cancer of the blood but it's very treatable in different forms as well. Oh, so so Roman, who had it, who went into remission, it could have came back to where they were like, it's technically back, but it was really never life-threatening. Right. But still, when he made that announcement to go away and work, you still take care of that stuff, right? So WWE never said, you know, they never portrayed Roman, you know, had a flu or a cold. Right, and wanted all the sympathy. He legitimately had leukemia, and some way or another, it, it was back in remission, or the blood cells were out of whack. And, and so I, I believe that this is all legitimate. But maybe people initially thought it was well, Roman could die because they hear that word leukemia. But the fact is, they didn't swerve anybody. It, it, he legitimately has been sick, and he's over it again. All right, he fought, he got through it. So what's your take on that? Because to me, if people are online doubting this, saying it's a work just to get Roman over, fuck you, you stupid son of a bitches. You are ridiculous and you have no reason to be wrestling fans or fans of everything. And too bad you can't permanently have all of your social media deleted. I wish that you could go on house arrest from social media for these, for these people. What's your, <laughs> take? What, what's your take on Roman Reigns, who is now back? physically involved too by the way so let me get this straight we have the biggest star in the world which is roman reigns okay whether you like him or not the only thing i don't like about him is his finishers but that's another discussion the guy's a class act okay he didn't tell anybody the whole time he was being booed for years he never once leaked out that he has cancer 
because he's a stand-up guy. So he has this big emotional farewell. The fans are behind him. He comes out there chanting, yes, it is. That was the biggest feel-good moment of the year by far, okay? And then, you know, we go through it. He comes back and he's in action. You know, he does a couple spots and it's great. But then after the show, I go on to social media because I was like, man, this is awesome. I want to see what Reddit has to say. Let's see what Twitter has to say. And there's a, sorry to say, there's a bunch of assholes out there questioning whether or not it's a work. And then people are pissed. It's like, you're upset this guy beat cancer. And they're like, well, how could he do it? He doesn't look like he has cancer. Well, let me break something to you guys. I'm going to guess that Roman Reigns makes a good chunk of money and that he is given probably pretty good medical treatment from WWE. If you have the best treatment and infinite money behind you and it's not a super life-threatening thing, and look at the guy's a crazy athlete. He's in amazing shape. How could you doubt that? And to say it's a work, like you said, man, that's low. That well, that made me all, feel bad to be a wrestling fan for a minute. Like it was just, it was gross. These doubters need to go look up leukemia on uh, Wikipedia, whatever, Google it, right? Right. WebMD and read as much as you can about it. And you'll realize, oh, okay, well, he didn't like, probably had leukemia, but you can get forms of chemo where you don't lose your hair. It's a cancer of the blood, but it's not a tumor cancer. So first of all, and it's deadly, right? Don't get me wrong, but it's a very treatable cancer. There, right. Nothing was fabricated. Nothing. People were saying, oh, he was suspended for drugs and they masked it over with this. Bullshit. The dude just beat an illness that if, if went untreated for years and years could have killed him. And it can still come back. Yes. The fact that this guy can do this and come out and face it. And imagine living your whole life knowing that that could come back and maybe next time you won't be so lucky. Man, we got to we gotta count our blessings that we have another opportunity to treat this guy right who's given literally his life for the business. And people see they're conditioned, Rob, to mm -hmm. hate Roman Reigns because I wrote an article about this, the, the John Cena effect, right? You had Stone Cold, you had The Rock, popular. Then John Cena was the next one in line and, and for a while people loved him but then when it was clear he was that corporate structured top face make a wish a lot of the fans turned on him not the women you know not his women fans not his kid fans not his true fans but the smarks turned on Cena Cena yeah. got through it right ratings were good think about this he he's finally not that top guy anymore well of course they they the smarks didn't like Cena right because we're already in an era where they want their indie darlings, right? We talked about this before. They want Punk. They want Brian. Yada, yada, yada. Roman taking Cena's place, it was only going to get worse for the next guy, right? Cena held – and Cena had no handcuffs. Cena was able to go out there, deliver the script, but if he needed to go off a little bit to combat the rowdy crowd, Cena was given that freedom. It Clearly, they don't let Roman – or for the majority of his time at the top – they didn't let Roman do that, right? And, and maybe he's not as comfortable on the mic as Cena. But we don't know that 100% unless we've seen Roman out there semi-shooting, which he's done maybe once or twice, and it came off pretty decent then. But for Good. the most part, he was always out there script, you know, with the script. So it's the John Cena effect. Roman, there's a certain fan core fan base that, are, that hates Roman because he's Vince's guy. He's a WWE guy, so therefore they're automatically going to say fake, fake work. He never was sick. It was to get him over, and that's absolute bullshit. And that and that's how wrestling fans 
need to be entertained by wrestling is to, is to be on that end of the spectrum. It's despicable. There's, it, it was probably some of the worst comments I've read ever. And, and imagine coming back from that and then looking at your social media. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people supporting you. And then it's people like, fuck you, you faked cancer. Really? Are we really jumping to that conclusion? I could see if you were like a 13-year-old kid trying to be edgy to your friends, you might say something stupid like that, right? But but before you're an adult and you know any better. But as an adult, as people, their main demographic, what, 18 to 35 or whatever it ends up being, how could you possibly as an adult think that a publicly traded company who would have horrible consequences would pull something like that? Everyone should be ashamed of themselves that thought that. But and if it was Daniel Bryan that did the same quick recovery and came back, oh, Daniel... Daniel, did Daniel Bryan you, fake his concussions? You Should we start it. that argument? Like, but it's crazy. These fans that are saying Roman faked it, like if that happened to Bryan um, from a cancer standpoint, he came oh, yeah. back. Oh, you are a hero. Oh, yeah. You are a, And people want to hate Roman and they never want to change. And it's not just those complete trolls who just want to do it for the sake of being a troll. The people that want to argue that Roman's been a failure at the top might I add, Rob, in an era where Roman's been the guy in an era where Vince McMahon doesn't allow any one star to be bigger than the WWE. The last one he allowed to, to a, to a big degree, was John Cena. Mm -hmm. How do we know that we're in this era where Vince doesn't allow it? Because Becky Lynch, look what they're doing with her. She could be probably way bigger than she is, but they're trying to contain her. They've tried to contain Roman. Five moves. Go out there and recite these lines. And it's only going to get these stars so far because it's Vince McMahon doesn't want these stars to have to be able to leave WWE one day because they don't need WWE. I think that's why Vince does not allow stars to be bigger, which ultimately hurts the product. When we don't have an Austin or a Rock or even a Cena or you know somebody allowed to be that big, it does make for stagnant television. But like to me, this is ridiculous. And I am excited now that Roman's back because I really do think he will get more cheers than he had. But there's still going to be that group of people that once he's pushed back to the top, could you imagine, Rob, if he beats Rollins for the tight, if Rollins beats Lesnar and then Brock, you know, kind of maybe goes away for a little bit, say he does go back to UFC and Roman and Seth have a feud. And say they let Roman beat Seth. I mean, it, it, at that point, guess what? The boos are back. Yeah, but so so. do you want to hear? I know I definitely don't have the insights that you do, and I'm somewhat of a casual mark myself at times. The casual mark in me wants to see him turn on Seth Rollins and blame all these people booing him, questioning him for the reason that he turned. Because it's going to put these guys who are these snarky people in a situation that they're going to want to cheer him, and they're either going to be hypocrites or they're going to continue to boom and be stupid. Well, but, so if Roman did this, in your opinion, would it be a heel turn or no? Because I don't uh -huh. think they're gonna, like <laughs> Cena, they're not, I don't think they're going to do it because now Roman is in a huge position to be the next Make-A-Wish guy, especially with yeah. all this cancer stuff he went through. He is going to be that one that does all the Make-A-Wishes now. And you, he could you be the anti-hero, though. He could pull that anti-hero off. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks. You know, don't go out and recite the scripted promo. Just go out and be himself. Yeah, I think that would be a really good character for him. Because when he talked off the cuff, and he even said it on his promo this Monday, you know, I'm, I'm going to ad lib a little bit here, which I don't necessarily agree with it, but he was emotional in the moment. I get it.
Um, but whenever yeah, when, when Joe talks, it's great. Was there was there a weird awkward pause in the the uh, when he was doing that yesterday? What yeah. was that from? Was that from that spot? I, I think it was when he said he was going to go off the cuff for that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. And and, and back to your point, if, if Daniel Bryan did it. I think these people are awful, and I think they would even question Daniel Bryan. Because the more I think about it, these are the group of people, no matter what happens, they're never happy. And they just, like, you see on, you know, other shows where people, like, grade it, and they're like, F. And you're like, that was a decent show. Like, I would give it a C plus. It wasn't great. F. Or whatever. But people only really judge a show, what, based off the last eight minutes of the, the show, right? Isn't that what people pretty much base their entire rating on? Which WWE has really gotten away from making that last 15 minutes, that last segment, like memorable, mm -hmm. where they led up to it. Right. It seems like maybe now they're trying to do that a little bit more. Now, so Bruce Pritchard is now um, on creative. They rehired him back. And a lot of people are like, oh, Bruce Pritchard's back? Great show. Look, look, people. Bruce Pritchard, that was his first raw on the job i guarantee you and this was through knowing vince russo and that bruce pritchard was sitting next to vince and gorilla contributing very little he has he's getting his feet wet again there's that whatever happened last night on raw was already in the works bruce pritchard didn't make that happen bruce pritchard's one guy right so what do you think do you think he's going to add anything to um raw or do you think he's just going to be more of a yes man like like Vince likes. I mean, what do I think is going to happen or what do I want to happen? I would love for him Both. to be a fresh voice of reason. I think he has a lot of industry knowledge and I think people who have watched his podcast or listened to his podcast, you know, he has a lot of good insight. Um, but at the end of the day, you could fire the entire writing team and I don't think things are going to change because the guy at the top doesn't change. And no matter how old this guy gets, he sleeps for two hours a day and this guy bleeds WWE. And he, at the end of the day, this guy makes the decisions. So while I think you might see some little nuanced changes here and there, people that are expecting the product to be completely different now, it's just an unrealistic expectation. So I'll be watching closely. I'll be seeing if I can notice any influence he has on creative. Last night, I couldn't yet. He's, I mean, he's just newly back. I can't. They're, they're, you know, we knew Roman was going to come back. The, yeah, a lot of those whole, segments, I think, were already very much done before he yeah. came back. So. But, but I, but all right. So let's move on here. Let's talk about. So it was Ric Flair's birthday bash, right? So mm -hmm. obviously, Ric Flair turned seventy. Jesus, I know, man. A year, two years ago, he fought for his life. He won, you know, through mm -hmm. whatever illness he had while he was in the hospital. Um, and now we have Ric Flair uh, segment being advertised on Raw. For a birthday bash and so wwe decides to main event this which you know i get it you bring roman back you don't want to with an illness involved you don't want to make that your main event so have roman come out like they did at the beginning state the good news now everybody's positive everybody's talking now you deliver your show and i like how they built it up they made you think maybe becky would come back she got arrested we thought maybe she could do a stone cold and come out um, and confront the man, which I'm kind of surprised, and we'll talk about that, that they didn't do that right. It, it, it seems like Becky, who is the, the big star in the fans' eyes, is very secondary right now, just so Triple H and the McMahons can get their spotlight. Because what happened, Rob? Tell everybody what happened at the end of Raw. I mean, they know, but take it away. Batista screamed and it was terrifying. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, at the end of Raw... There wasn't a Ric Flair, uh, and it set up the match between Triple H and Batista for WrestleMania. 
Uh, oh my God, I heard a terrible rumor, slightly off topic, that they're actually considering doing Triple H and Stephanie um, versus Batista and Becky. And I thought that was awful. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Whoa. Like, yeah. That, that would, when you uh... think about it, Stephanie would want to get the rub for Becky. And I love the McMahons. I told you I'm a Triple H mark, and I'm even against this. I, no, I wouldn't mind that if it was Ronda. Like, so if she relinquished right. her, if she relinquished her title last night, and loses her main event spot, and gets involved with that mixed match, because Ronda delivered last year in the mix that mixed tag match, right? So yeah. that would be fine. Then you go Becky and Charlotte. But to me, that would still have to go on last. I know people still want. Ronda, they're all focused on Ronda and Becky. You know what's interesting, Rob? You know what people last night were chanting triple threat. <laughs> Wasn't it a month ago that people did not want Charlotte in this match? It was the last they, video we did last week. Yeah, they wanted one-on-one -on -one Becky versus Ronda. Now they're actually chanting triple threat. And she said, <laughs> no. <laughs> I still think that's ultimately what's going to happen, but um, sure. we will see. But, yeah, so Batista's back. I like. I mean, Batista's a big star. I mean, Rock's the biggest movie star now. It's hard to get the Rock back. You know, maybe he'll show up at Mania because it is in New York, um, just to say hello. You know, cut a promo. Maybe not. Batista actually wants to be. You know, he felt like the last time he was here, right, which is Daniel Bryan's run, 2014, WrestleMania 30. That it it, it kind of went sour because. He won the Rumble, was supposed to be this big baby face. They turned on him. They wanted Daniel Bryan, and we know how it happened. And, and Batista really, I don't think, enjoyed um, – because, you know, he wasn't supposed to be the heel. It, it just happened because they were catering to what the fans demanded. Now they're bringing him in, right, beating up Flair. Obviously, we didn't see it. But I, I like Batista coming in now, being the Hollywood star who had to do this to get Triple H's attention. I don't know – if it is a one-on-one -on -one match, I mean, Triple H seems like he's lost a step. But it's going to be interesting if, if this match happens and how the people treat it at WrestleMania. Like, do you think they could get booed out of the building? I don't think they'll get booed out of the building. Honestly, I would rather see Triple H versus Batista than Triple H versus a young talent just because I want to see the young guys with the other young guys. And you want to if these old guys want to do their thing, as long as it doesn't go off last – it could be fun. You know what I mean? You could have the evolution link and the run in and what's what Randy Orton might do. You know, there's cool things they could do with that. But the last thing I want to see again is like a Triple H versus Seth Rollins or a Dean Ambrose or, you know, some of these other things they've done. I just really wasn't into it at all. Yeah. All right. Well, so Batista's back. And guess what, Rob? It's WrestleMania season and Roman Reigns is now back. Um, I suspect, could he work a program for mania yeah like maybe where he did they keep it simple for him and maybe he works corbin i don't th you know or, or they make i don't know how they would do that because i mean right now lashley corbin and mcintyre are kind of like forming a stable heck even elias was with them i don't yeah. really know if they're gonna book roman in a match i could see roman being seth's corner and to me that's what i would do i don't think that's what i think's gonna happen roman shouldn't get into an angle until after wrestlemania I, I think if anything, the best thing they could do is have Heyman keep tripping Rollins and doing the old school manager heel stuff that no one does anymore. And then if the referee gets knocked down, have Roman come out, do a Superman punch, a spear into a curb stomp and mania at a happy note. You get your feel good moment. Roman participated 
And then after that, if he turned on Seth, that would be great. Again, this is my little casual mark coming out, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they put him in a full program. They don't really have time to build it up. You know, I'll be at fast lane uh, this next month and it would be cool to see something happen, but you literally got like a month and a half. And I would save Roman making a big announcement for who he's going to target after WrestleMania when the new season starts or whatever you want to call it. I think he will be on Raw every week, though, because especially the fact that he drew over $3 million during that first hour, and then, you know, the way they do it now, you get all your shit done, and then he – so he was only in that first hour. Well, then guess what? Ratings go down the rest of the show. So Roman does have some drawing capability, even though people hate him. Uh, if you go back to before he got um, sick, sure, there's times that – with Roman as the top guy, the ratings have went up and down. But if you look at every big pay-per-view, like the big five, all the Raws around that, when Roman's at, at the top, I've noticed are right around high twos to low threes. So he consistently keeps the numbers there when he's that top guy around the big events. You know why? Uh, as soon as he left, out, uh, Survivor Series and Rumble, those numbers went down. It, it was like a good Raw would have been like 2-7. So here's the thing that I like about Roman Reigns. And again, say what you want about him in the ring or his push. But he, so think about everyone on the roster. We had all these matches. Oh, is Finn Balor going to beat Brock Lesnar? Really? No, he's not. Even Seth Rollins, it's like, eh, maybe. But if they say Roman Reigns is going to fight Brock Lesnar, you're like, that's a possibility of happening. At least it adds something to where it's not predictable. He's the only one that's been built up strong enough that I think can credibly beat Brock Lesnar one-on-one storyline kayfabe or whatever so i think bringing that back is is a big benefit and i think wwe has to know like if they like say they somehow put roman in the in the universal title match and it was a triple threat right because he never lost it right i i think right now because of how they're working the becky angle and now you got batista's back you know is he gonna work with triple h they they can't they have to slow their role with with roman if he gets put into a feud and a match for many i will be shocked they should just have him be there as a, an ambassador for Rollins coming out, maybe doing some Superman punches and spears. You know, I, that's what I think they should do the rest of the way until Mania. And then, and then the night, the raw after Mania, Rob, that's when something big can happen. Yeah. But you know, if all these people, if Roman is standing with Seth, even if he's not the champion standing tall with Seth, it is going to drive some of these marks. Absolutely insane. They are going to be in a frenzy, but whatever well they're already <laughs> saying you faked cancer so right so yeah how much lower can they get so that that begs the question did vince mcmahon find a way to get roman over or did god get roman over i i'm gonna say you know and i'm not a super religious person but the the higher power not vince mcmahon the almighty didn't vince not, bobby, him? not bobby lashley <laughs> didn't vince got, beat god in a tag team match with Shawn michaels got roman over so <laughs> Well, hey, that was a good chat. I mean, that, that was a lot to happen. Did anything else happen on Raw last night that, that interested you, or was it just pretty much those big key points? Did you notice that when Corey Graves freaked out of the Alexa Bliss thing, it sounded like he was really upset he couldn't see Finn Balor's abs? I thought that was really funny. It just seemed like he was reacting to that more so because he started freaking out before she even finished her sentence. So it's like he was outraged that he wasn't going to see the abs. So I guess he's with... Uh, well, I said I, I cringe with Corey Graves' commentary just just because I, I think of Jesse Ventura, I think of Bobby Heenan, um, Gorilla Monsoon, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, if it, you know, even Vince McMahon, even you know, Jr. Vince McMahon, and I just, I mean, all the announcers today aren't 
aren't the same. They're robots that basically have a headset uh, that goes back to Vince McMahon in their ear. And, mm-hmm. it, and it shows. And it's, it's sad, but who knows? Uh, that's all I got, man. I mean, thanks for coming on again. And um, Absolutely. So get your plugs out. I mean, I know it was pretty much just your Twitter last time, but uh, it, it's no, still Noelle just wants your, uh, she wants to put a profile of you um, on the uh, contributor page. So you might have to oh. send her some info. Oh yeah, absolutely. I could definitely do that. Yeah, guys, all I got is my Twitter right now. I'm still I'm still getting stuff built. I guess I have cool equipment, but again, I'm not that professional. Uh, you can follow me at Xenomecha, X-E-N-O-M-E-C-H-A. My name is Rob. As always, thanks guys for tuning in and letting me on the show. Virtue, thank you for having me once again. Uh, I really hope that I could be a consistent guest on here. And that's all I got for me. I think you will. And I think it's just a matter of time before we get you over on no DQ. Now the problem with Aaron Rift over there is he's got such a long line of people that he wants to please to get on videos that have supported no DQ that do super chats and this and that. So, you know, it might take a little bit longer to get you on over there, but big veto brand is growing and I love it. And thank you for coming on. Hey, by the way, before I go, do you know, you're a tech guy, aren't you Rob? I am. Yeah. yeah, I have an iPhone. For work, my my work. This is right. my work line. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a six S or so. Yeah. And look at this. It's a BlackBerry. New BlackBerry. It's a, yeah. It's the new one with yeah. Android on it. This is my personal line. I freaking love this phone. Man, I'm an I, Android. I'm an Android guy. Now, I actually I have oh the keyboard, <laughs> dude. You don't understand right now. That just feels <laughs> so awesome. No man. God, so man. You, you know what I mean? Like no, I work in cellular, man. So I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like I. Uh, <laughs> So for years I sold and we, uh, the, was it the Blackberry one that came out a couple years back? I remember that was a huge seller, but I actually, I had my uh, note nine for work and then I had my 10 S max for personal. And I actually just switched back to my note nine as my primary personal phone. And I'm really digging it. Yeah. Yeah. The new update's great. I love, I love the new layout for everything, but I actually was curious about that Blackberry, man. I was thinking that or a pixel is my next phone and I couldn't decide. When I started at my uh, current employer, we had black. It was the original Blackberries, like the bold. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything's secure about Blackberry. I mean, the, the security on this phone is better than probably most other phones. That's what Blackberry is known for. Mm-hmm. But they kind of didn't. They they botched the. You know, they could have been big, but I, they let iPhone, they let Android kind of take over. So now they're more of a software developer, mm-hmm. and they let other people make their phones. But I'm I'm telling you, man. Something about when you message a lot, when you tweet a lot, when you send emails a lot, that physical keyboard, man. I the can cl- get is it click or is it uh, haptic? It's it does not. It, you can feel the text. So it's like a haptic feedback. vibration. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but like it does not make a click. Well, me, it it'll makes, last longer than without the physical button, so that's a good thing. So, but anyway, I had to show you those because like <laughs> right I on, use man. my iPhone for work, and I'm not an Apple guy, but. Damn, I love that. I just can't. I stare at it. I'll sit there and I'll just stare at it. It is a beautiful phone. So, all right. But anyway, I am Virtue. That is Rob. You can follow me at NoDQ underscore Virtue on Twitter. Everything is there. My NoDQ stuff, my wrestling with wrestling stuff, it's all there. So just come check me out. And Rob, we'll have you back every week, man, if you want. I, I have no plans on most Tuesdays, man. So let's do it. All right. Well, thank you for joining me again. TheBigVetoBrand.com. Make sure you check us out. See you next time. This has been a production of The Big Veto Brand. Check us out on TheBigVetoBrand.com.